What's up, everybody? Welcome back to 8020. My name's Lily. I'm your host. And for today's episode, it's going to be a little bit on the shorter side, but we have a lot of content jam-packed in here. This is going to be a mini coaching session and coaching through your personal relationships and friendships. So this is a coaching session that I do with my clients and I'm going to kind of give you a little bit of a modified version because obviously when I do it with a group or with a one-on-one client, there's feedback going on. There's a little bit of question and answer going on. There's an opportunity for me to make observations and kind of reflect on what the client is telling me. But in a podcast format, there is an opportunity for you to do some self-reflection and for you to do almost maybe like grab a journal or something. We can kind of make this a little bit of a journaling. Maybe you can meditate to this. I don't really know, but however you want to listen to this, maybe you're just in the car, you want to think about it, you want to talk about it with a friend, whatever it might be, I'm going to prompt you with some questions. We're just going to kind of chat about ditching the drama in your life and how you can essentially lift the weight of other people's bullshit off of your shoulders and in turn be able to live a more free and more happy life. So that is what today's episode is all about. Grab a pen, grab a cup of coffee, a big glass of water whatever you want to get through this. If you're driving, maybe turn it up. I don't know. Do whatever you do, but we are going to talk today about ditching the drama. Before I start any type of session or before I even start to record a podcast, I like to take a second and just take a couple deep breaths, get into the right headspace for personal reflection, get into the right headspace for growth, for change, and just kind of allowing yourself to shift your mindset, let go of any negative things that might have happened throughout the day, let go of any negative ideas that you might have going on in your head, go ahead and get rid of any preconceived ideas that you might have, preconceived expectations that you might have for this podcast episode, because I can guarantee you whenever you have already set ideas, already set expectations, you're just going to be either, well, it depends. You can either be really disappointed or really, really happy. Um, So I don't really know where you are right now, but I have found that it is very, very, very beneficial to go into every experience, every YouTube video that you watch, every time that you hop on Instagram, every time that you open your inbox and check your email, listen to a podcast episode, whatever it be, go into it with no expectations and then there is no reason for you to be disappointed or overly excited depending on what what you might see, read, hear, whatever. Maybe that can be a good podcast episode is getting rid of all expectations. That is a topic for another time. But go ahead and take a couple deep breaths, get rid of the stress of your day, just be present, be all in, be here, and dedicate the next about 15-20 minutes to reflection, honesty, and love towards yourself and towards the people in your life. So just taking a couple deep breaths in and out. I actually read somewhere the other day that the perfect breath, the perfect breath for humans is really deep down on your stomach like just dig down deep you breathe in for five seconds and then let it out for five seconds 
that is the perfect breath. And we've actually gotten away from breathing the way that humans were meant to breathe. You're supposed to breathe through your nose, but now we breathe through our mouths. And I catch myself doing it all the time. I'm really working on trying to adapt my breath to be more like the way that it should be for humans rather than the way that we've naturally evolved and adapted our breath. Just a couple little fun facts. Wow, there's a lot of fun facts jam-packed into this episode. Lots of other episodes that we could potentially have wrapped into one topic for another time. Alrighty, so this episode is all about ditching the drama and creating space in your life for the people that you're meant to surround yourself with. I saw somewhere that if you are not surrounding yourself with people who lift you who lift you up, who support growth, who support change, who support you, who support your ideas and essentially just love you for who you are and love you for the person that you're slowly becoming, um, that's not really a circle, that's a cage. Because these people say they don't really want you to grow, they don't really want you to change. Have you ever like been friends with someone and then all of a sudden they're like, you've changed, like I can't be friends with you anymore. It's like your people are supposed to change. That's like the whole point, you know, like we learn, we grow, we change through the things that we go through, through experiences. And if nothing changes, like what's the point? So if the people in your life aren't changing with you, that's a big, big, big problem. And then that can also stunt your growth as well. So something that often goes undiscussed is how the people in our lives impact us immensely and you're actually the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with and so something that I want you to do is if you're driving maybe this is an episode to come back to later on but if you are just kind of sitting in your room maybe you're in your house I like to listen to podcasts when I'm like folding laundry and doing dishes and stuff but if you have a second or maybe just think about this in your head I don't know whatever you want to do totally up to you different strokes for different folks but I want you to grab a sheet of paper and write down the top five people that you spend the most time with like write numbers one through five and then on those lines one through five jot down the people that you spend the most time with and I'll insert some music here and you can either think about this write about it and then we'll kind of roll into the next thing Now that you have your list, I want you to reflect on those relationships. So I want you to think about things like, how does this person make you feel when you are around them? What does this person bring into your life? Is it good vibes? Is it bad vibes? How do you feel when you're done hanging out with this person? Do you feel drained? Do you feel like they filled your cup? Do you feel like all you guys do is gossip or do you talk about your ideas, your passion projects? Does this person have a positive influence on your life? Are they a negative influence on your life? Is it kind of just indifferent? I don't really know. That's for you to decide, but I want you to really, really take a moment 
and just jot down a few words. Okay, this is what we're going to do. Jot down a few words that come to mind when you think of your relationship with this person. So maybe jot down words like positive, negative, happy. Just take a second and think about how this person makes you feel. So now that you have a couple words written down to describe the impact that this relationship has on your life. By the way, when I say relationship, I'm not talking about a romantic relationship. I use the term relationship to talk about friendships as well, maybe the relationship that you have with your family members. Relationship just kind of encompasses the relationship that you have with people in your life, not necessarily your romantic relationship although that can definitely have an impact on your life as well and if you are involved in a romantic relationship I would assume that this person is probably on your top five list and if they're not that is a conversation for a different day. Now that you have a couple words written down to describe these relationships it's probably getting a little bit easier to see how these people impact your life. Maybe there is a combination of good influences versus bad influences. Maybe they are all not necessarily the best people to surround yourself with. Maybe all of them are, maybe you are surrounded with a really, really positive, fantastic circle of people and I wish that on everybody. But for a lot of us, that isn't necessarily the case. And I want you to remember that a lot of times people are in your life for a reason or for a short period of time and not everyone is put into your life for a lifetime and I, I found that these lifelong friends are very, very rare um, and a lot of people just kind of come and go for a reason and maybe that's to teach you a lesson, maybe that's to give you support in an area of your life that you needed at a certain point. It looks different for everybody, but what we're trying to evaluate today is your current circle. When you have people in your life who make life harder than it needs to be, it takes a huge, huge, huge toll on your health, mentally, physically, spiritually, and these people who cause unwanted drama, unwanted troubles, unwanted problems... Maybe they make you feel bad about yourself, maybe they're mean, maybe they cause stress, whatever it is, it's not good for you. I know the demographic of the people listening to this podcast, it's mostly about 18 to like 28 year olds and a lot of us are under a lot of pressure, whether that be from school or a job or just these unrealistic expectations of what people feel like life should look like for us right now and there's a lot of stressors going on and your circle should not be a source of stress but for a lot of people it is and so when your circle is causing you a lot of stress it causes your cortisol levels to skyrocket cortisol is the stress hormone and it is essentially the same response as being chased by a bear so when you think about stress back in the day it was super useful when a stressful event happens such as being chased by a bear your fight or flight mechanism turns on, you can make a quick decision. That stress triggers a bunch of different signals in your body to make the right decision in order to protect yourself. A lot of us are constantly living 
at this high stress level as if we are being chased by a bear. I won't necessarily dive too deep in a lot of the sciencey stuff because a lot of people, we're going to kind of go on a little bit of a tangent here, a lot of people don't care about the sciencey stuff, they don't really care about the fun facts, they just want to make it applicable to their lives and that's what I'm trying to do with these podcast episodes and I hope that they're easy for you guys to understand but like I enjoy the sciencey part, I'm kind of like a nerd when it comes to like nutrition science and like stress level science and hormones and stuff like that, I love learning about that but a lot of people couldn't give a shit about what the name of the stress hormone is. They just know that they're freaking out and they don't know what to do. So I hope that my episodes can kind of help you guys to narrow this stuff down. But anyway, going back into my tangent, a lot of us are constantly living at this freaking, the freak out level and your circle, the people in your life, should not be a cause of that. So when your stress levels are constantly at an all-time high because of the people in your life, your job, school, whatever it might be, you don't have ways to de-stress, it can lead to a slew of other health complications that will just start to snowball into like one thing after another. It's only going to add to the problem. I'm going to give you a couple tips on ditching the drama and creating a positive circle around you. So tip number one is to start by designing your ideal best friend. A good place to start is with yourself. I have a whole episode from season one on being your own best friend. I will link it in the show notes if you guys are interested. That's still one of, I think, my most listened to episodes. And I personally think that that's one of my best episodes. But Um, Start by being your own best friend. What do you need in your own life? How do you need support? How could someone possibly be a friend to you? What do you guys do for fun? What does the communication look like? Does the relationship work both ways? Or are you only there to give advice or only there to get advice? Maybe it's more of like a mentor relationship. Maybe it's more of like a coaching client relationship. I don't really know, but what does being a friend to you look like? My second piece of advice is to care less about what other people think when you are going through something that essentially triggers you to make a decision of this person needs to stay in my life and this person needs to go it's gonna ruffle some feathers some people are not gonna be happy and it might not be a pretty situation but it's for the better you intuitively know what is good for you and what is not good for you. You know what's working and what's not working. So if there is a relationship, whether that be romantic, friendship, family member relationship, whatever it might be, you know if it's something worth your time or not necessarily worth your time. You know if it's worth your energy or not worth your energy. And when you stop worrying about what other people might think when you have to do what's best for you, it's easier to make that decision to do what's best for you. Something else to remember too is that when you begin to turn inward and focus on what the best next step is for you, it's a lot easier to make those tough decisions. And when you stop worrying about what everybody else is doing, stop worrying about what they're wearing and who they're with and, oh, this person posted on Instagram and they're hanging out without me and this person didn't text me back and whatever, you have more time to worry about what's going on in your own life. And it's such a beautiful thing when 
you only have a short list of things that concern you because what everybody else is up to doesn't really concern you. Now you're probably wondering, okay, I know what's not really working for me, but how do I find people who do work for me? And I'm going to give you guys a couple little tips and tricks that I have picked up along the way in order to create a supportive and loving and nurturing group of people in your circle. Kind of going back to a couple points ago, you just got to be yourself. It sounds so cliche, but when you are trying to keep up with what everybody else is doing and what everybody else is wearing and who everybody else is hanging out with, you're probably not being yourself. And so if you are inauthentic, you're obviously going to attract inauthentic people. But when you are fearlessly and authentically yourself, people who vibe with you, people who understand what you're about and people who get you will just kind of be pulled towards you and you to them as well. The next thing that I would recommend is to start going places and doing things and participating in activities that you love to do and you will probably find like-minded people there. You guys obviously know that I am super passionate about health and wellness and personal development and fitness. Last summer, I started going to a spin studio in my boyfriend's hometown and I would kind of visit, I don't know, I would visit for like a couple weeks at a time and I would go to the spin studio and super fast I started to become friendly with the girls at the front desk and then all of a sudden I was like grabbing coffee with like some of the instructors and stuff. So when you start participating in activities that you love to do and maybe joining clubs or joining a gym or joining like a church or even just I don't know maybe going to like a coffee shop that you love to do and working if that's even like a thing that people can even do nowadays but um, going places and doing things where you might find like-minded people is a great way to find like-minded people. Another thing to remember is that you have to put yourself out there. And most people are super friendly. And if someone doesn't really want to grab coffee with you, they probably won't. The worst that can happen is someone doesn't respond or someone says, no, thank you. I'm I'm busy. Say you invite someone on a coffee date just as like a friend or maybe maybe this is like a romantic thing. I don't know. But say like you DM someone and you're like, hey, like let's go to a yoga class. You know, I really want to get to know you better or whatever. It's weird because friendships are like budding friendships are like similar to like dating relationships where you kind of have to like DM them and be like, hey, like you want to go to yoga with me? Like maybe we can go grab coffee after and then you kind of have to like find like weird things in common, but it all works out for the best. But anyway, you message someone and say, hey, let's go grab coffee and go to yoga. And maybe they say, oh, you know, I'd love to, but I'm super busy, you know, maybe in a few weeks and then they never respond. That's on them. It is what it is. At the end of the day, the worst they can do is say no, thank you. You know, like why not just go ahead and give it a go. The worst they can do is say no. And then you didn't lose anything either because this person was never really a friend to begin with. So like, doesn't matter. My next and last piece of advice to keep in mind when you're trying to find your people is to remember that quality is greater than quantity. So it's better to have two 
best friends that absolutely love the shit out of you and make you a better you than to have 20 friends that like half-ass the relationship and really don't give a shit about you. I would rather take the two friends that actually care. So just keep that in mind because I think a lot of times, especially in the era of, era of social media, it's really easy to be like, oh my gosh, this person has so many friends. I wish that I had all these friends, how to make friends. And it's like, but wait a second, you have two really, really freaking solid people in your life that just love you. And like, if that's not enough for you, then like, will anything ever be enough for you? You know, like it doesn't have to be this big production. It doesn't have to be this huge social circle. And in reality, even if you have like a big circle of like 20 people, you're not going to be best friends with all of them. So just something to keep in mind, something to think about when you are in the process of looking for new people to surround yourself with. Thank you for listening to this episode of 80-20. If you enjoyed it, please let me know by dropping a rate and a review. This helps more people just like you find and listen to the show. Don't forget to follow me, Lily, on Instagram. My username is at LilyRako, that's L-I-L-Y-R-A-K-O-W, and follow the podcast Instagram page as well, which is 8020pod, that's 8020pod on Instagram. New episodes of 8020 go live every Monday and Thursday, or subscribe to stay up to date with the latest. Thank you.